This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM from BetQL. BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. I'm PJ Glasser. That is Jim Rodriguez. Looking forward to another great show, J-Rod. Hope to make a lot more money. We had a pretty good day yesterday in uh, college hoops across the NBA. Creighton-Providence, that game lived up to the hype, J-Rod. Great ball game, double overtime. Unfortunately, Creighton could not come through for us and, and get us that win. Well, as a Creighton fan and, and, and alumni of the Harvard of the Midwest, we're, we're, we're used to Creighton being, you know, Creighton's going to Creighton, especially on the road. We usually, you know, wait for March for these kind of games. But at the end of the day, man, I guess, I guess if you lose, I mean, double overtime in Providence, Man, Ed Cooley, what a job he has done. What a culture he has built out in Rhode Island. Amazing. 14 yeah, and they're, It's just it's incredible. They're in contention again for another Big East regular season title. After not having one in school history, J-Rod, they might win it in back-to-back years. Marquette plays tonight um, against Xavier. The winner of that game will be first place in the Big East. But obviously somebody's got to lose. That benefits Providence, and they'll be right in there. So the Blue Jays fall last night 94-86 to 86 in double OT to Providence. Creighton had their chances, end of regulation, end of the first overtime. They had the ball with 10 seconds to go, just couldn't convert. So Providence gets that win. We also had Syracuse. They upset NC State last night. We talked about that line. Syracuse was favored. It was a little stinky, didn't make much sense, but they pull off the upset. Uh, how about Jarkel Joyner, though, for NC State at a triple-double? 15 points, 10 rebounds, 11 assists. Any takeaways from that game, J-Rod? We know the ACC's having a down year. NC State's one of the few ranked teams in that conference. Um, any any thoughts on this game? Do you think this could be a turning point for Syracuse in their season? Maybe sneak in the back door and make the uh, the tournament? You know, it, it's funny. We talked about how Creighton's going to Creighton. Syracuse is going to Syracuse, right? This is what they always do. They're hanging around, muddling around that bubble, and next thing you know, they're in the tournament and they, they surprise some people. They needed it a lot more. I mean, NC State, you know, that might not not might not have knocked them out of the, the top 25, but, you know, I was their third straight road game for the Wolfpack. So the, the Syracuse caught them in a great time. They needed that win. And I'll tell you what, we also saw K-State lose on the road. I saw. I found an interesting statistic, PJ. This is crazy. Top fifteen teams on the road uh, only have won fifty-two percent of the time this year. Top fifteen wow. teams on the road. They're sixty-four and fifty-eight, and we and they got last night as well. So it's it's a 
it's an interesting statistic. You know, it's all about trends when you're doing your sports investing, but uh, definitely a wild night and more crazy college basketball coming tonight, I'm sure. Oh, man, great slate tonight and more top 15 teams on the road who have some tough, tough tests. You mentioned that uh, Kansas State-Oklahoma game. When we were previewing that game yesterday, J-Rod, remember Kansas State was actually a small favorite, minus one and a half, and then that game at close was Oklahoma who was favored by one and a half. I saw that and I said, all right, somebody knows something here. There's some late money coming in on Oklahoma. And sure enough, the Sooners got the win. They pull off the upset. Sherfield, their really good guard, he had 22 points, eight rebounds, and six assists. And then the other Big 12 game, we were talking about this one throughout the show, Kansas and Oklahoma State. We thought Oklahoma State could give Kansas a game. Jayhawks were only one-and-a-half-point favorites. But this is the key for Kansas, J-Rod, is Grady Dick. You know what Jalen Wilson's going to give you. But Grady had 26 points last night. He was 10 for 17 from the field, 4 for 9 from 3. That's what Kansas needs because they don't have much depth. And you know teams are going to try and take Jalen Wilson out of the game. Grady Dick is a projected lottery type guy. Like He's got tons of potential. If he plays like that, Kansas could be a dangerous team. And I think after a win like that last night, J-Rod, right now, I think they're probably the fourth one seed as of this moment. I think it's Bama, Houston, Purdue. And then I think at this point in time, I think after last night, Kansas probably gets that nod. Yeah, and I think for, for Kansas, you know, I was on Kansas last night just because, you know, there there is a pedigree. There is a Bill Self factor, you know, being able to get these guys together. Remember, you know, they got held to under 70 points the first meeting against the Sooners. And then but to all of a sudden get to the 80s against a very good defensive team like this. It was a lot about the coaching, the players, and getting ready for the game and performing. Yeah, I think I think like they locked up for sure uh, a number one seed. And and watch out, Purdue may, may not even slip out of the getting themselves number one seed the way they've been going. And they have a tough game tomorrow night against Maryland. So that, that'll be an interesting watch. Bama's obviously – at Tennessee tonight. So there's so many more games left. There's going to be a ton more shuffling, but a really good win for Kansas last night. Over to the NBA now, J-Rob. We were talking about there were five games on the slate yesterday. We said who could be the team that could possibly pull off the upset and end up being the Wizards, who also closed as favorites. Portland had a ton of guys that were scratched due to injury, didn't end up playing. Wizards take care of business. There were some good games, though, last night, some high-scoring games. How about Boston? Under man, no Jason Tatum, no Jalen Brown, and they still gave the Bucks a really good game. No Marcus Smart as well. Derek White had 27-12 and 12 for Boston. Mike Muscala had 18 points. But at the end of the day, the Bucks they have won 11 in a row now. They continue that winning streak. 131-125 at home. Any takeaways from this game? Were you impressed that Boston was able to send this game into overtime and give Milwaukee as close a game as they did? Absolutely. You know, it's one of those things where you sit back and you wonder, like, is there a win that can come out of a loss? And to me, it just cements the fact that Boston is still the class of that conference. I mean, to go into Milwaukee, you know, it took a nearly a triple-double from Giannis, a career night from uh, Drew Holiday, and overtime to beat this uh, a very short-handed, undermanned Celtics team. You mentioned no Tatum, no Brown, no Smart, no Horford. 
and it, they only by six, so they easily covered the nine and a half. They sailed over the total of 20. I tell you what, I I was really impressed with Boston. I'd had my doubts. I thought Milwaukee was going to be my horse, but I know it's a loss. At the end of the day, Milwaukee gets the win. They're a half a game behind Boston for the number one spot in the East. Both teams are getting in, but, man, I really were, was impressed and really got to give a lot of respect to the Celtics, what they did to be able to take that game and, and score 125 points with four key players out of the game. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, Boston now a half game up on Milwaukee for that number one seed in the East. Celtics are in action tonight against the Pistons. So if they lose that game, Boston and Milwaukee will be tied atop the East. Giannis an assist away from a triple-double last night. Like you mentioned, Drew Holiday at 40 points. He was awesome. So good showing from the Milwaukee Stars. Uh, Raptors and Magic. Toronto wins that game 123 to 114. That spread was seven and a half, so the Raptors do end up covering it. How about Jakob Hurdle, who they traded for at the deadline, bring him back from San Antonio? He had 30 points last night for the Raptors. Siakam had 26. Nice win there for the Raptors. You were on this one. You liked the Clippers against the Warriors. They won by 10, 134-124. Probably a higher scoring game than we all thought it would be. Both of these teams getting combining for 258 points. I mean, that's that's a good amount of points for a Clippers team who's usually pretty good defensively at home. But Kawhi and Paul George both playing last night. Obviously no Steph. He's still injured for the Warriors. Uh, but any any takeaways, though, from the Clippers? This was a team that had so many expectations coming into the season, J-Rod. As long as Kawhi and Paul George are out there, y- you got to have them in the conversation, don't you, in, in that jam-packed West? I mean, absolutely. You know, we talked about odds. I mean, there are 5-1 to one to get to the NBA Finals. They're 11-1 to one to win the NBA Finals. So, the, you know, the books believe in them. They need to, uh, at least the point to, to, to limit that liability to put it up there. Listen, the Clippers' problem is, you know, they don't play well on the road and they can't put everyone together. And I, I get load management. You know, Paul George, you know, is, 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 is iffy sometimes. And, of course, you know, can Kawhi put together a whole season? It, it almost feels like you're saving them for the postseason. It's a Popovich kind of load management situation. You know, it scares me that they don't score at home, even though they, they, they blew the doors off uh, the total last night at, at home against the Warriors. I just feel like the Clippers find a way to lose games when they matter the most. And and that's what they have to get over the hump. Now, they've got a coach that's 
that's got an NBA ring. You know, I he, he's experienced. He's dealt with, you know, LeBron James and company, so nothing's really going to face him. And, and Kawhi Leonard's a winner. Paul George, you know, has, is trying to get there. The Clippers have as good a shot as anybody. They just have to actually put it together. We haven't seen that yet, but a big win for them. And for the Warriors, you know, they're just muddling around. You know, for as much as I like the Warriors and I want to believe in the Warriors, and Steph Curry didn't play last night, by the way, they can't win on the road. And, and it's, yeah. it befuddles me how an NBA championship team cannot win on the road. And, and, and it's been like this since the jump. What did they lose? The first seven games, 10 out of 11 on the road, they can't win outside of San Francisco. And all four of their championships, they have won at least one road playoff game during all four of those runs. So like you mentioned, they, they know what it takes to win on the road this season for whatever reason. They haven't been good. They lose to the Clippers last night. And then the Suns, they take down the Kings 120 to 109. Still no Durant yet for Phoenix, but last night, 8-29-11 for Phoenix. Booker chipped in with 32. Chris Paul had 17 points and 19 assists last night for the Suns. So they take care of business against Sacramento. And then, J-Rod, we had some breaking news during our show yesterday. We had some NFL news coming in. Todd Munkin was announced as the offensive coordinator for the Ravens. And then we had two head coach hirings yesterday so i want to get your thoughts on this first we'll start with the colts they get shane steichen offensive coordinator for philly previously that's where he was was worked with philip rivers justin herbert jalen hurts so now they bring him in and they were talking with jim ursay yesterday the owner about some of the young qbs and he was referring to Bryce Young as as that Bama guy that he liked. He, he thinks he could be good. So do you think that's who the Colts are going to target? Is that who you would target if he's available? Would you go get Bryce Young? Well, they need a quarterback. I actually saw a, a, a mock draft that had Indy trading up number one and drafting Will Levis from Kentucky, which kind of, you know, with all the talk of C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young, all of a sudden Will Levis uh, came out of nowhere with, with, with that. Listen, the Colts are definitely going to trade and try to get up there. If, if you're the Bears, you're loving it. I heard, I saw a scenario where the Bears could trade with both the Texans and the Colts to try to, to, try to get the, their pick. I think, you know, Chicago is, is definitely in on Justin Fields. They're in a great position. The Colts need that franchise quarterback. You know, I think the revolving doors of Phillip Rivers and Matt Ryans, that, that, that era is over. You need a guy that's going to be on your media guide for the next 10, 15 years. And it's going to happen. And, and, and the fact that it's Bryce Young or even Will Levis, they need somebody in there. Uh, you know, they've got the tools. We talked about it yesterday in Jonathan Taylor. The offensive line needs to get a little bit better. The defense is low-key good. I think the Colts could be one of those teams that all of a sudden makes a huge jump challenging Jacksonville, who to play a first-place schedule next year. Um, it's going to be it's going to be wild the, the, the way the, the the machinations of the trading deadline work out. And I'll tell you what, talk about a great resume coming into Indianapolis. You know, 35 points as an offense in the Super Bowl. They're the first team to score 35 points in the Super Bowl and lose. So he's coming in at the highest moment there. Yeah, and then, J-Rod, you look at the the Cardinals, and did you think it was interesting that they decided to go with the defensive guy, right? Like, you have that contract with Kyler Murray. You have to make it work with him. Obviously, he's going to miss a good portion of the season recovering from that ACL injury. I just thought it was interesting Arizona decided to go with the defensive-minded guy. Your thoughts on the Gannon hiring? Well, you know, just like we talked about 
how, how, how Steichen's coming in riding a high of 35 point, you know, performance in the Super Bowl. On the flip side, you know, got Gannon who gave his 38 points. I mean, they looked, they talk about playing their worst game of the season in the Super Bowl. I mean, I don't recall, I don't think they sacked Mahomes. They didn't force a turnover, hardly put any pressure on him. They probably played their worst defensive game uh, of the season, and he gets rewarded as a, as a head coach opportunity. Don't get me started on the Eric Bieniemy situation. You know, the Cardinals, they're, they're, a, they're an organization, maybe they feel like they've got their, their offense in place when Kyler Murray comes back. And they figure maybe we need to sort of win games like the Ravens, get a defensive mind in here, get defensive players. They've got the third pick in the draft, so we'll see if they want to trade for it or if they go get, you know, a Will Anderson, a Jalen Carter to try to really, uh, you know, solidify that defense because clearly that's the that's the road they're going to. Yeah, and the Eagles now, they're without both coordinators. I think they're the first team in like 30 years who are now entering – a season losing both coordinators to head coaching jobs. So they have some reshuffling to do. We're going to take a quick timeout. We come back, we're going to play Truth or Lie. PJ Glasser, Jim Rodriguez, BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. We're just getting started. We'll be right back. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.